full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's the show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. She's empowering women through conversation. She's Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. That voice you hear is our next guest, Leon Guidry. I am so excited. So, family, now we're kicking off the Men on the Move series. For the rest of the month, we are highlighting and featuring and celebrating men who are uplifting the community through the arts, media, broadcast journalism, multimedia journalism, community activism, mental health, and so much more. And I am super excited to welcome my first guest to kick off Men on the Move, Leon Guidry. He is a veteran radio broadcaster with over 40 years of experience, currently serving as the director of community relations and host of Sacramento's Smooth Vibe on 97.5 KDEE. Leon has excelled as an on-air personality and internet service director for CBS Radio. That's where we met at CBS Radio here in Sacramento. And he's also been a music and program director for various radio stations in Northern California. Leon's pursuit of knowledge is both intentional and inspiring. His dedication to continuous learning not only enriches his own life, but also empowers him to make a positive difference in the lives of others. Leon is a true influencer whose passion for community and personal growth serves as a guiding light for those around him, leaving a lasting legacy of kindness, knowledge, and service. I am so excited. You know, I think we've had about four encounters where I've been on your show. Yes. And so welcome to Full Circle. <laughs> it is my pleasure and thank you for having me. And uh, for those that don't know, Miss Wanda, um, I've seen your your progression at this particular station because you, you had a career in radio before you came to KDEE. And um, you kind of let me know in a roundabout way that... Uh, this is not your destination and you have you have met so many challenges and overcome so many things in in just the radio uh space i am so proud of you oh thank you and 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 the whole woman empowerment full circle that's on hit <laughs> that is that is on hit you've set the high bar um really high your, your standards, the quality of guests that you bring to the table, it's like, this is this is like having a, a, a Nordstrom in your mall. You know, you are the anchor. It's like, wow. She brings a 100. As a matter of fact, you had my uh, my daughter, who's a um, uh, an entrepreneur who has um, a startup, and um, they just wanted to meet you. Because they've heard you on radio, and they they can we can 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 you get us in touch with Miss Wanda? <laughs> we, we we'd like to talk to her, 
and they are they are still talking about you so thank you very much for being a part of uh, uh not only the community but just impacting lives individually everywhere you step thank you wow that means a lot and i really appreciate that it means a lot coming from you uh you know i respect and admire you and so i appreciate that and you know i'm just trying to be little old me over here (laughs) just doing what i do every day i think it's important and we're going to talk a little bit more about community and how important it is to support the community but i want you to introduce yourself to the full circle family while people may listen to your show they may not know who is Leon Gidry, Mr. Smooth Vibe. Hmm. I'm just an ordinary guy. <laughs> now, I um, I got here in Sacramento by way of Los Angeles. Grew up in Los Angeles. And always wanted to be in the, the, the entertainment business. Um, thought it was going to be singing. And I, and I did sing for a while, um, but um, things happened, and uh, all of a sudden, I was taking some courses at uh, Los Angeles City College in radio, fell in love with radio in college, and from there, it was, um, it was no stopping. And it's, it's kind of like rodeo. And I've interviewed some rodeo writers over the years, and I'll talk about my uh, my journey in country music. But rodeo writers, whether they break their foot, their back, their neck, you know, they still want to ride, and they do. And I've and I've talking with some of those guys, and radio is like that, you know. You just hey, not getting paid what you want, but I still want to do it. Mm-hmm. I still want to do it. And over the years, um, I've gotten deeper and deeper in radio to the point where, um, yeah, I, I've spent most of my life in radio. I um, most of my life in radio, and it's gone by, going by, continues to be exciting, and um, it goes by fast. But anyway, in Los Angeles, so I'm taking broadcasting classes at City College, and. Um, doing uh, really well having a lot of fun uh, I've always had had this baritone voice and I was blessed to do something with it met some very interesting people along the way um, that um, and radio like any other uh, professions it's like kind of who you know so um, some someone uh, in my past said hey you know what there's a gig over here why don't you uh so i you know i I was over at k um kiss kiss radio for a hot minute and um life in la was it's it's a party town and in in my 20s i was all about the party (laughs) and it was like too many distractions too many distractions to the point where I said, you know what? I got to get out of here. Especially when my neighbor, one of my best friends, uh, went over his house. He's right across the street, went over his house, and he's, he's shooting up on his front porch. And I'm, you know, 
I'm like, is this is is this what it's coming to? Mm. And he says, Oh man, I'm just I'm just skin popping, man. Mm. But after after seeing that and realizing that, it's just a very thin line from where he is and where I'm at. And if I don't do something, I will probably go down that road, end up, you know, who knows where. So I started applying to colleges and um, got accepted at Fresno. And this is, this is, uh, <coughs> who God is, had, a, had a going away party, you know, everything was nice. We wish you well, Leon. Get to Fresno. I'm a month in, and uh, Leon, we hate to uh, inform you that um, your financial aid didn't go through. Mm. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, it didn't go through. Well, what does that mean to me? Because uh, I was accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were accepted, but your financial aid didn't go through. I had to go back home. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go back home, and it was um, it was an experience because I didn't want I did not want to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, after you know all of your friends are giving you a going away party, and you're still here. What what happened to you, man? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I spent uh, a semester at home just applying to more and more colleges, and I got accepted again and got my financial aid packet. Uh, straight and uh, I chose Sacramento after going to a uh, an orientation I just love the trees compared to LA so I majored majored in communications organizational communications at Sacramento State University and um, got involved in the student radio station and loved it did a jazz show at Sac State, K-E-R-S, back in the day. And uh, from there, I, um, oh, wow, at Sac State, I was in um, student body politics. I was a, the senator f- uh, for the communications department. And what had happened is National Public Radio They came in and took the broadcasting, the student broadcasting station. Mm. And when the semester began, I was one, two, three. I, I was one of three people that were still with the radio station. All the other students had nowhere to go. Mm. And they're looking at me like, okay, Leon's a student body senator and he's still there but we're not he sold us out mm. i'm like no i had nothing to do with this <laughs> i had you know but i could see where they were coming from because i'm still doing radio and they're not even allowed in the facility so what i did was i said you know what <clears throat> i'm trying to pay it forward i'm trying to let them know that hey you know i did not sell the rest of the students in the communication par- uh, department down the stream. So I um, I put on a seminar, the myths and realities 
of broadcasting, radio, radio and television broadcasting. And I invited the who's who's of radio, television, and print media to this, um, to this conference. It was a three-day conference. And all I wanted to do is expose students to the myths and realities. You know, what is it really like to work in radio, television, print media? You know, let's hear it from people that are working the job. And to this day, I, I, it was just a great conference. But out of that, I got five internships. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not doing this for me. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to take an internship because it seemed like, you know, he's a real opportunist. Uh, but it was... It was like, I, 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 no, 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 thank you, no, thank you. But there was this brother who was the operations director for, um, I think it was Hercules Broadcasting. Mm. And uh, he sat down with me and he's like, so why don't you want this internship? And I tried to explain it to him. He says, okay, 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 but... You know what, Leon? <clears throat> this is an opportunity for you to grow. And re regardless of what's gone down in the past, um, don't let that be an excuse for you not growing. You can't put your life on hold because of somebody else's perception of what you uh, did not do. So, so I, I, I took the internship at KEWT. It was a beautiful music station. It was the number one station in Sacramento back in the day. And it broadcast elevator music, mm. the kind of music you used to hear in the doctor's office. <laughs> but it was the number one station in the market. And it was fully automated, except for the, uh, the news. So... I finished up my senior year um, at CSUS working internship for KEWT. And it was after I got to learn the automation, um, it, was, it was pretty easy. But from automation, I wanted to do the news. And the news guy for our sister station right down the hall... Um, Right down the hall, the station was KRAK with Joey Mitchell, Big uh -huh. Jim Hall, and the news guy. Um, this news guy, he was good. He had a reputation when I got there, and he was a brother. So we're the only two brothers there at the time. I'm at the FM station. He's at the AM station. The AM station, KRAK, a 50,000-watt flamethrower. Um... This news guy, he ends up getting a gig at um, KSO in San Francisco. I come in right after him. The high bar is set really, really, really high. So for me to do news, I had to at least meet what he has set. This news guy that left KRAK ends up being Lester Holt. 
Lester Holt is is still what? anchoring. <laughs> he's still anchoring uh, CBS News on television, but he was. He was great back then in the day day, and he set the bar so freaking high. It took me at least three years to get permission to do a 60 second news insert. It took me three years because it was so high. Hmm. I was sending audition tapes to my, uh, my, my supervisor every week for three years and it's like yeah keep trying keep trying mm. keep trying and it was uh, and I did because this is something I wanted to do but when you set the high bar and that's what you're doing Miss Wanda you're setting that bar pretty doggone high and people that come after you are going to have to bring their A game and uh, Lester Holt definitely inspired I didn't know Lester Holt at the time he wow. was just another guy mm-hmm. But he set the bar so high, it's like, you know what? We already know as black people, when we come in, we are going to be doing uh, the most. You know, we we just don't show up. We show up and we show out. We bring the A game because we have to. Mm -hmm. We have to. So spending uh, time at uh, KEWT... I um I got a call from a, a friend of mine that says the KPOP, uh, an urban station, was looking for some talent. Okay. I did not I did not have any respect for KPOP because I'm from LA and I knew what urban stations mm-hmm. really sounded like. <laughs> Didn't want to go there, but out of respect, um, I took the interview showed up for the interview and uh, I was pretty flippant about the interview because I, I didn't want to be there mm. and so I, I'm just jiving around in the interview you know it's a one on one and uh, and the guy hires me <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what so I, I spent some time doing urban radio at KPOP uh, while doing KEWT and uh, and uh, after uh, K-pop was maybe two or three years, went back to KEWT, which down the hall there was KRAK, a country music radio station. I had been doing some some work for the country music radio station, and they needed. They needed some talent for something that they were about to launch. They were about to launch the first FM country station in Sacramento. Mm. And they uh, they wanted me to be on it. Now, <laughs> I'm a brother from the hood in L.A. I did not know anything about country music and did not want to know anything about country music. And I let the program director know that. I said, I have no business in country music. Don't want to have any business in country music. And he sat down and heard me out and he says, okay, okay, but we're in a bind right now. And if if you give me one month, Leon, um, 
and you still don't like it, you know, okay, but I, I need you to occupy this space for a month. So I said, okay. So after a month, I had a new appreciation and respect <laughs> for country music. In, in that there were, there were songs, uh, you know, it's like Blue Eye Soul. It's like, there were songs that's like, if you put a sax behind this, it would really fly. You know, if, if so-and-so was singing this, you would really fly. Mm -hmm. so, so my love for country music started to grow. And my respect for country music, the artist in country music, started to grow. And um, fast forward 15 years, you know, uh, I had met, interviewed, traveled, you know, been to Nashville a few times, um, and I was I was in it. <laughs> I was in country music. Yeah, I had the cowboy hat. <laughs> I had the duster. I had the boots. I was in it. <laughs> but that just goes to show that you were open to, you know, you because of who you are and you love this craft that you had, you were open to, you know, you were just going to help out. But there was something about who you are as a person that you gravitated. You found something positive in that experience and then, you know, now you're a country radio personality, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, and a most unlikely place for me to be. But uh, as I grew into it, um, there, there was always this little thing in the back of my head where the country music industry, um, very... At that time, I, I actually used the word, this is a very racist industry because you could count the number. I mean, mm -hmm. Charlie Pride was a household name back in the day, but after Charlie Pride, it's like there are no other mainstream black artists in country music. And that um, I, I was bothered by that for a long time. And just recently, you know, they, they've started accepting um, black artist in country music and and rightfully so um, but back in the day it was like I would I would do live appearances and folks would show up and you know the look like mm -hmm. I didn't know you were black you know mm -hmm. that look and I just I just had to deal with it you know it's like and 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 for 15 years dealing with it, it's like, you know what? Um, yeah, I'm, I know I'm going to shock some people when I get on stage. I know I'm going to shock some people when I do a personal appearance. But it was part of uh, uh, looking back as a part of character growing. And, um, yeah... That, well, that's that's good stuff. That takes me back to one of my early radio um, jobs was at um, the AM stations uh, in Sacramento, and it was a talk, and it was a um, it was two talk stations, um, KFBK. <laughs> 
and when I would do, I did promotions for them. And so when I would go out to do promotions, it was that and Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, I remember <laughs> them. I like this show. Yeah, it was good. But their audience, like when we'd go out and do promotions, um, our promotions team was very diverse. And mm. so it was interesting. And I'm glad, you know, I would, and thinking about it now, I wonder what those experiences would be like in today's climate. That's a whole nother discussion that just something that popped into my head. All right. So, you know, one of the things, fun fact that I just learned about you, I didn't know that you sang. So we're going to have to, uh, hopefully Jay's listening, we're going to have to do a station karaoke night so I can hear you sing because I know Keisha's got some pipes. I know now, I know you got some pipes. So we're going to have to do a station karaoke bonding night. The other thing was your vast experience in radio and Side note, I had heard that Lester Holt was from Sacramento, but I never knew what that was about. And that's interesting to hear the the footsteps that you stepped into mm-hmm. and then made it your own, you know, after that. So that's really interesting. It It just goes to show that you never know what your path is going to be. But if you say yes to those opportunities, you never know how great that is going to be for you. For sure. One of the things you have a heart for giving, and even in college, you talked about doing this workshop because of the takeover of NPR mm-hmm. at Sac State. You mentor a lot of people that want to be in this business, and it really is. You hit the nail on the head. It is a very volatile, but you have to have this. There's this love for it mm-hmm. that I think it's just innate like for me i have a a talk on um i did a talk on creative mornings a couple of years ago and i talked about the journey to becoming me through radio and it was i start off in every talk that i do or a lot of talks that i do i start off telling people that i was nine years old when i wanted to do this like it was something in me Mm -hmm. and so you were you know saying the same some something similar in that you know it's just this thing that you loved and that you wanted to be in what would you say to someone that's listening right now that wants to be in radio and you you like i said you do a lot of mentoring i know people hit you up all the time hey i want to um be on the radio how can you help me what would you say to someone that's listening right now that wants to break into the radio industry wow and because the the radio industry is 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 not the same as when we started mm-hmm you know, now we got podcasts, we got Zooms, we got, but but radio is still here. Even though we have all these other choices, radio is still here. Whether it be satellite radio, terrestrial radio, it's still here. And for, for those interested in radio, um, I'd say, I'd say get to know the Miss Wandas of uh, of the radio world, the Leon Gidrys of the radio world. Just get to know them. You know, ask, hey, can I can I sit in and see you do your thing? You know, and then just start asking questions. And of course, school doesn't hurt. Um, it 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 doesn't hurt at all as as you sharpen your skills, but. Um, you got to put yourself out there, you know. Hey, sacrifice your time, get away from, you know, the video games, and uh, and actually do something. Like, hey, 
uh, Miss Wanda said I can sit in on her show just to watch. And from, from watching, you will be asking questions. And you will be asking questions and you'll start to familiarize yourself with radio and the different processes in radio because it changes from station to station. Um, the processes are different. But if it's something you want to do, and I, and I, I, everybody that I've come in contact that has done radio, once it gets in your blood, you don't want to do anything else. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> so true. And you got to put in the work. I mean, you know, rare, rare is the person that comes and they're on the air first day. Like, you got to, <laughs> look, I'm going to tell you about my own experience. <laughs> you got to uh, pull out some, you got to pop up some tents, mm. grab some speakers, uh, you know, you got to set up, you got to be out there in the hot sun greeting. And they don't, I guess, I don't even know if stations do remotes like they used to, but like, you know, there's still work you have to do, learning the board, all of those things, the etiquette of radio. You're not going to just come in and be like, hey, Miss Wanda said I can sit in and now I'm going to be on the air. No, it don't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I put in 20 years. Like, you got to put in some work. Okay. And there is work to be done. Yeah. Abs absolutely, there is work to be done. Yeah. Even though, you know, uh, an air personality might be on for two hours, four hours, six hours. Um, there is show prep that you do before you hit the microphone. You know, you have a game plan. Um, and, and... You have you have to learn how to do this, um, and there's work. There is work involved. Yeah. Um, right now, we're just sitting down having a conversation, um, and not everybody can sit down in front of a mic and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, this is a learned experience. Yeah, yeah. We make it easy, look easy, sound easy, but. There's years and years and years of, uh, of, of work behind this. Um, but, yeah, yeah. We, we make it look easy. But, Absolutely. But there, there, there is some work that needs to go into it. Yeah. You're also out in the community quite a bit. Um, how important is it for you to be in and support community? And I'm going to put that in, in context with, um, with KDEE specifically, but in radio in general. Um, this, this is what radio is all about. It's all about connecting with the community. It's about amplifying the, the concerns of the community, the, uh, the goings-on in the community. Um, it's, it's really important to me at this stage in my life and this stage in my career that I want to see everybody win. Whether you have a business, whether you have a personal goals, I want to see you win. And if I can help you win through radio um, by amplifying your dream or whatever, whatever, I want to see you win. Um, that's that's what I'm all about, and because of that, you know, I've um, uh, a member of different organizations, and um, run into opportunities to mentor uh, individuals 
in the community. As a matter of fact, there's a there's a young man that um, that was sitting in on um, an organizational meeting. He was the youngest guy in there, and uh, I said, you know what? This young guy is going to bring more young guys in if he likes this. And because it is a good program, I gravitated towards him. And I just started asking him questions. Well, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I, th- I think we may have been talking about reparations. And I just asked him, I said, do you know, do you know what reparations is? Do you know what it's about? And, and we got into a discussion and um, not, not trying to get too heavy, but I just w- wanted to know what he knew so that I knew where I can, uh, you know, help him learn more. But I wanted the learning experience to be, uh, to be so that he, he would be inspired to share it with his friend. You know, hey, yeah, this is what I did. And uh, had a good time. This is what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, 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 my take is if I could reach one, I can teach one. You know, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm just trying to help you get to where you want to go. And if I have some insight and you allow me to uh, give you suggestions of how you get there or how you may be able to get there or whom you should talk to or what organization does this is already doing this uh, because in, in in my senior year it's like you know what I know I'm not going to be the next Michael Jordan I'm not going to be you know the next Luther Vandross but I, I I can help you be the next you uh, just based on my experiences and I don't you know I'm not asking anything in return other than um, you take it, the suggestions and advice in consideration that I may pass on to you you know I, I'm not looking for a monetary kickback I am just you know, the capacity to love is its reward. Mm-hmm. And being able to share with you, being able to give to you, being able to bring some love in your life is is my payback, is my reward. And that's what I'm all about. Throughout the community, you know, whether it be business or personal, I just, I, I want you to win. I want to help you win in, in any way I can. I love that. That is, it just speaks to the heart of who you are and it speaks to why you are so revered and respected in the community. When you hear the name out in, when I hear the name out in circles, Leon Guidry, like people are really excited to talk to you, to know who you are, to be associated with you because of the, of your good nature. We're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, I've got five rapid fire questions I'm going to ask, and then we're going to wrap up the show. This is Full Circle Family. August is Men on the Move Month, having wonderful in-depth conversations with men that are uplifting the community. More with Leon Guidry when we come back right after this. It's Full Circle. Like what you hear? 
Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. Ashes back with your perspective on topics you care about. This is Full Circle with Miss Wanda. We're back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. In the middle of my very first conversation for Men on the Move Month with my guest, Leon Guidry, the amazing and fascinating story of his broadcast career. If you don't know, Leon is director of community relations and host of Sacramento Smooth Vibe on 97.5 KDEE. So I've got five rapid fire questions for you leon we're gonna get we're gonna get this going okay so first what are you reading or what is the book that impacted your life the book that impacted my life i don't think there's one book that well right right now i'm reading the the e-myth by michael gerber michael e gerber it's the e-myth revisited I'm reading that right now, and it's about uh, um, the entrepreneur myth, you know, like, what is an entrepreneur, and um, why why is it a myth, and a very interesting book, if you're thinking about going into business or in business, um, definitely, it shines a light on um, things that you should know, that you must know to to launch a successful business. And I I am learning, you know, it's like, oh, I did not know that. But there's another book. Um, it's, um, it's called My Big Toe, T-O-E. And the uh, toe is an acronym for theory of everything. Mm. And it's called My Big Toe because it's, um, it's a personal thing. And everybody has their own, um, their own toe, their own theory of everything. This book is written by uh, an astrophysicist, and Campbell, Campbell, Campbell. Uh, forget the first name, but Campbell, my big toe. My big toe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Doctor Joy DeGruy. The uh, now that book, as far as history is concerned, wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it just opened my eyes, and it connects all the dots. Historically speaking, it is um, the the book is um, the post traumatic slave syndrome. Mm-hmm. She has uh, lectures online. If if you have not read or seen the lectures. Dr. Joy DeGruy, post-traumatic slave syndrome. It puts things in perspective, and it lets it lets you know. Um, there's there's a word she uses. It's called cognitive dissonance. You'll learn about that, and it's like, you know what? After after the lecture, I said, you know what? I got to slow my roll. Because I don't know what the next individual has gone through, is going through, will be going through. This is a complicated situation, life. Yeah. And uh, she she just drills down. So that is that. 
that is a life changer right there. My big toe is a life changer. Okay. The E-Meth is a life changer. Okay. And, of course, various books by Cousin Cornell West, uh, Race Matters. It's, uh, yeah. Back in the day when I was dating, one of my first questions to whomever I was dating is, what's the last book you've read? Mm. Because if you're not reading books... Mm -hmm. I really don't want to mess with you. See, there it is. And that's why we asked that question, because reading is super important. What advice would you give your younger self? Hmm. I would have to say math and English um you need to step up your game. <laughs> um, I I wanted to learn Spanish and found out that I didn't know English. Mm. They started talk, talking about, in my Spanish class, they started talking about the past participle and, and the mechanics in Spanish. I said, I don't even know that in English. Mm. I said... I am going to have to relearn English so that I can learn Spanish. So, math and English, definitely, I would say, Leon, learn those, learn them well, learn the rudiments. Math, definitely. Um, yeah, I would say my, yeah, that's what I, that's the advice that I would give. And, and, and don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Just don't be afraid of anything. Just don't be afraid. You know. I love that. What words, that kind of goes into what words of wisdom would, do you have to share with the next generation? That you are all that in a bag of chips. You are. Get to know yourself. Don't let somebody else define you. Get to know yourself. Define yourself. Know who you are. And walk in that, you know. But if 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 you're constantly letting somebody else define you, or you're trying to live for somebody else so they like you, uh, you're missing the mark. Know thyself. Okay. All right. If you could get one do over, how would you use it? One do-over. Wow. I was in college, senior year. And around that time, um, you know, I was very involved. And I, and I tried to give 100 plus in anything that I'm involved in. And same is true for college. Around that same time, um, my mother was in the hospital. And she, she, she transitioned. She, she died of uh, ovarian cancer. And, and that really messed me up. And I'm trying to get through my senior year and dealing with something that I can't make better is, is my mother's health. And um, 
what what I would do differently on that even even to this day I'm not sure but after her death it's like I uh, I didn't graduate because you know and it's, it's like whatever the units were that I had to take it's like that was just too messed up uh, and I would find a way to get back on track but I was devastated but and it, and it took me a while to get back on track and I would I would find a better way a quicker way to regain my composure after uh, the loss of my mother and uh, and get back to living but yeah that yeah. was tough that's beautiful that's beautiful last question what do you want your legacy to be that um, he was somebody that gave of himself yeah that's about the long and short of it right there it's just I'm a giver you know and I don't I don't mind giving because um I got it to give. You know. Awesome. I wouldn't have asked for a better first interview for this inaugural Men on the Move. And I couldn't have asked for a better guest than my friend, my co-worker, um, just this wonderful human being, Leon Guidry. Um Catch him on Smooth Vibes every Sunday uh, at 12 noon right here on 97.5 KDEE and in the community. Um, such a rich conversation. And I am glad that people know a little bit more about the man behind the voice. Because we hear you all over the station. But now to know more about the man behind the voice is really and it's an honor to have had you on the show. And this has been so powerful. Like, I feel we can do a part two, but maybe we will <laughs> in the future because I could just sit and hear your wisdom all day and just have conversation with you all day. You know, I love chatting, popping into the studio on Sundays and chatting with you. Thank you, Leon, really on, from the bottom of my heart. I want to thank you for being here, for allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to sharing with us your your knowledge, your wisdom, and your path to this journey called life. So thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. And for those of you thinking about getting in the radio, the, the hard part is being, just being able to speak your truth with Without, regardless of who's going to judge you, speak your truth. It's it, it's not as easy as it sounds, mm -hmm. but that's that's about part of the communication process that leaks into radio. Being able to speak your truth in front of a mic in front of people that don't even know you, that will judge you, and um, so be it. But like like we said earlier it's it's easier than it looks it's easier than it sounds but be you know thyself and be true to yourself and win great last words family that's how we're doing it make sure you catch the men on the move series every saturday show love to everyone you meet 
And I'll see you next week with more Men on the Move. Peace, fam. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.